Welcome to Five Good Minutes. You're listening to today's inspirational message on the book of Mark with Dan Irvin. So here we are again, finding ourselves in Mark chapter 3, and today we'll be looking at verses 7 through 12. But before we jump into the text, I want you to take a moment to think back and imagine yourself back at the most crowded event that you can remember being at. Maybe it was a concert, a sporting event. Maybe it was just a house party in a, in a venue that really was too small to hold the number of people that were there. I remember years ago, my wife and I were at a, a concert at a smaller venue, and it was a relatively lesser-known act that we were familiar with, but we didn't know all the songs. We weren't quite up on all of it as, as a lot of other people in the crowd were. And I remember thinking, standing there after about 45 minutes, and we both kind of looked at each other. We said, is this worth it to be in this crowd with this many people? Our feet were getting tired. It was hot. And for us, we decided it wasn't, and we left. We left the concert pretty early. We had a good time while we were there, but you know, for us staying the length of the concert, it, it just there was better things for us to, for us to do that night. And you see with Jesus here, as we see in these verses, the crowds growing in number. And this was a constant theme in the Gospels that as Jesus went on, the crowds grew in number and size and they, they followed him. We see in verse 7 and 8, it says, Jesus withdrew with his disciples to the lake. A large crowd from Galilee had followed. When they heard all about what he was doing, many people came from Judea, Jerusalem, Idumea, in the regions across the Jordan and around Tyre and Sidon. See, all over the region, people were packing in to see Jesus. And I imagine people saying to their friends, to their family, you can't miss what's going on here. You have to see this Jesus. This could be the one. This could be the Messiah, the one that we've been waiting for. And this was Jesus, all these crowds gathering in around him. In verse 9, it says this, Because of the crowd, Jesus told his disciples to have a small boat ready for him to keep the people from crowding him. For he had healed many, so that those with diseases were pushing forward to touch him. Whenever the impure spirits saw him, they fell down before him and cried out, You are the Son of God. But... Jesus gave strict orders to them not to tell others about him. Why would Jesus warn these impure spirits not to tell other people about him? You know, there's a few different schools of thought on this verse, and this happens a few other times in the Gospels. But perhaps Jesus was thinking, I don't want the testimony about me to be said by these impure spirits, these evil spirits. Perhaps people might associate me with demonic forces instead of with God the Father. And so in this moment, Jesus was maybe protecting himself and wanting people to come and see for themselves, to hear his words, to see what he was doing. Perhaps it just wasn't the right time for Jesus's message to spread. I want you to consider for a moment, as we read this account, 
about how Jesus was, was viewed by the crowds, by the many people that gathered and pressed in to see him. Do you see Jesus in this way? Something that you can't possibly miss. Let's go back for a moment to the venue I, I said to imagine or picture yourself being in the most crowded spot you've ever been. Who was the, who was the person that everyone was there to see? Was it a group? Was it one single person? If it was a sporting event, was there a, a star player? Imagine that, that key person at this venue reached out, walked out into the middle of the crowd, pointed you out and said, I'd like to get lunch. I'd like to get to know you a little bit more. I'd like to hang out. Well, that you would rearrange your entire schedule. It doesn't matter what you would have going on the next 24 hours. You would make that lunch appointment happen. And I think today there's so many things that compete for my attention, for my time, as I seek to spend time to have a relationship with Jesus, with a living God. You know, and I think sometimes reading the Bible and spending time in true connection with God in prayer can seem mundane. It can seem just another task to do. Can we remember Jesus in the way that the people in this story saw Jesus when it's difficult, when it just feels mundane, that Jesus is this larger than life figure, but he's personal too, but he wants to be with us, connected to us in a real way, completely accessible, willing to listen, willing to lean in, to the mess of our lives. Thanks for joining us here today. There's a lot of great content to explore on Orchard Hill Plus and on the Orchard Hill main feed from the weekend. Have a great day.